Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sex Queens. I'm Jules. And I'm Maggie. Keeping you on top so you stay hot. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Sex Queens. Today, we are talking about panties and lingerie and how that plays into sex positivity. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, But first, today's episode is sponsored by Premium Jane CBD products. Do you struggle with anxiety at night? I know I do. And you're not alone. A third of Americans have trouble sleeping on a regular basis. And can you blame them? It can be challenging to turn off your brain at times, especially with everything that's going on right now. There is, however, some hope, and it comes from a plant. Premium Jane is a U.S.-based CBD company offering incredible natural products like oils, topicals, capsules, and gummies. All of their products are made from completely organic, Kentucky-grown industrial hemp and are third-party lab-tested to ensure purity and quality. CBD is naturally occurring in the industrial hemp plant, and in order to achieve pure quantities, Premium Jane uses top-of-the-line CO2 extraction methods. If you've been searching for a product to help support a sense of calm and to promote healthy sleep cycles, Premium Jane is for you. To find Premium Jane's full range of CBD products, visit them at premiumjane.com and be sure to use coupon code SEXQUEENS, that's S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S, to get 20% off your purchase. Yay, try it. Cheers. We're always late on everything, but we have a lot to celebrate this month. We do. Well, one is from last month, but one is from this month. So one, to all the ladies out there, happy International Women's Day that passed already two weeks ago. But it's still Women's Month. But it's also Women's Month. And don't worry, we've already planned what we're going to do for it next year, so we'll be on it. (laughs) This year, we're doing this light and fun topic, but next year, just wait. We're either completely late or we plan. We planned, we already know what we're going to go do next year. We just couldn't do it now. Yeah, so, you so know. just so you know, but also just so you know, we're late in regular life for things all the time, so it's not just a podcast thing. Yeah, don't worry, guys, it's not you, it's, it's us. us. <laughs> like, right now, it's March, and we're celebrating my birthday. Cheers. Cheers! To me, that was a month ago, and we literally have not seen each other or acknowledged it yet. We so have not. That's how we do life. I did a little vacation. We're just really good at life. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Happy birthday, Aggie. You are the best co-host I could have ever asked for. Thank you. So, in light of all of those wonderful things going on, we are going to talk about panties today. This was a topic that we thought would be interesting, not just to cover in general, but also to cover around Women's Month because um, panties are a way that... Anyone who identifies as a woman can use to feel sexy. Obviously, they're not only for women, and we're going to get into that as well, but definitely a expression of one's feminine side and a way to really tap into your femininity. So we thought this would be kind of like a fun and lighthearted, but also educational topic to dive into. Okay. You got me sold. <laughs> I know, right? You said it like it was like a school special, <laughs> educational, and Visit fun. sexqueenspanties.com. I, I promise. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so... A little bit about 
Um, well, first of all, I wanted to start it off with like a couple of fun facts. I feel like that would be a little nice way to break the ice. In French, the word lingerie, which is kind of like where the panties originally came from, you know, like lingerie, it refers to obviously not just underwear, but like bras, corsets, all those kinds of things that make you feel sexy. Um, so in French, the word lingerie applies to men and women's undergarments, which oh, okay. I found interesting because in America, when you hear the word lingerie, you automatically think like feminine, feminine. women's clothing. Yeah, it's usually you think like, yeah, you do. Yeah, but the actual word in French means like men and women's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another fun fact is that Italian women often wear red underwear on New Year's Eve for good luck. Oh. Yeah. That's, Interesting, that's, that's right? That's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. I know. So, you know, a couple of fun facts. Um, and then before we dive into panties and how they work in our social society, um, I thought it might be fun to share, like, the history of panties and underwear. Yeah. Some of it is a little dark, maybe. I don't know. Some of it that oh. I read was. Okay. Maybe you didn't, but I did. But also, I like that they used to be called drawers. <laughs> Drawers. They still call drawers. Drawers. Um, there's a lot of different names. Undergarments, underwear. Panties is funny, too. Panties is funny, but also it's one of my favorite ways. Like, underwear, I've it's, never felt comfortable underwear. saying. I don't it's like under, saying underwear. I like panties. It's just a nicer, like, cuter word. What about commando? That used to be a thing. Commando before, was lack of panties, before though. panties, people used to be commando. <laughs> yeah, commando was a thing. Thank God we are past that. Um, yes, but anyway, so in ancient Egypt, that was actually when the concept of having a second layer of clothing between the skin and the outer, more decoratively embellished layer of dress was devised. So before then, everybody was just going full on commando in their garments. Not a lot of people were bathing back then, so I'm sure it was a very musky time. Ew. <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's be real. What a way to describe it. The musk in the air. The musk. Yeah, because people, I mean, did shower like bathe once who knows how often once a month it's amazing to me that like the human race has made it this far and like we've only started bathing regularly recently recently yeah it's like wow you guys like had sex and like yeah we just go about your day yeah or like go outside work the field and be like no mary we're bathing on sunday (laughs) good no mary (laughs) i don't know if i swear don't you like how my names always pop up like i make these people (laughs) up excuse me susan (laughs) (laughs) because i smell today um, so that's when uh, it first came up in ancient Egypt. And then actual panties and like what we kind of has what has derived into today's panties were first worn during the Renaissance for function. Um, yes. But they were also used as a chastity device, which I found interesting. So they were described at the time as, quote, helping women keep clean and protecting them from the cold. They also prevent the thighs from being seen if they fall off a horse, which is so specific. That's like, yeah, no one needs to see your crotch. Also, some of that, that's funny, that they also said, oh, women need it for the time of month, something to soak up moisture. That became a thing. And another thing, which I don't know if this is a true story or a fake story from the olden days, because I wasn't there with Mary, so I can't confirm. But I read that in some type of time period in medieval times, reason that women were told to wear panties was because they weren't able to then urinate on the streets, which before then apparently was a big thing. Oh. So it's like to not be allowed to defecate on the streets, you wore panties because then you'd have to remove them and then everybody would know you're urinating or Oh, so it's like a shame thing. Yeah. 
So then where That's are they? That's the eat? dark side. That it is dark. Yeah, of being like that it was like you're not allowed to do that. Wait till like constrict. Oh. Yeah. And be and then like I well, read so then that where would they go? I read that in a comment of being like that it was like a way to oppress the so like, oh why are we so into panties? Dark side. Because oh. always just have to bring in that I don't know where they would go. They'd have to go <laughs> dark to the side. stable. I don't know. But just basically that you can't go out the street. Well yeah, in the stable where they <laughs> fell off the horse and revealed their <laughs> That's thighs. Why so, see? <laughs> That's why it's so specific. You see, my story adds to your story. It's just we're just linked we're just basically historians over here right but then during the victoria era is when they stopped being um drawers and being so functional and started becoming more fashionable and that's the time period during that in that century was when they went from functional to frilly sexed up and colorful so that's when it changed over to sexiness i love that Mm mm-hmm I put a piece of cheese in my mouth, so. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention to you. I was like, I was like, that's what I had to say about that. Um, yeah, another actually kind of dark thing that I heard about or that I read about with when I was looking at the history of panties is another way they describe panties. Um, I think this was closer to like the medieval era when they first were introduced. Is they were saying that it can also like as an added benefit when I guess when they're trying to like sell women on why they should wear them, is they were saying that it can protect you from. I love this wording. From adventurous young men, because if they slip their hand under their skirt, they can't touch their skin. I'm like, that's not adventurous. That's rapey. <laughs> that's rape. <laughs> like, that's, that's assault. Rape. So, um, obviously, their word's not mine, but that's another dark thing about uh, the origin of panties. But, um, yeah. Oh, wait, so... I have a one more dark story. Oh, God. Apparently, this is just going to be... We're just going to get it all out. Uh, yeah, we need to okay. get the darkness out. Then we could talk about the, the, fun, of, the fun of it now. But apparently, because I like didn't even know, you know, for the in 1864, a London London doctor estimated that 2,500 women died as a direct result of wearing these things that were called at that time crinolines, which was an undergarment. The issue was with it was that they were enormous, and that one of their main things was that they caught on fire. Oh, so that that's right. God. So it led to thousands of women being burned alive in their dresses. Damn, that's another dark thing. So guess what? Talk Panties about a burning sensation down as under. Fun as we think they are. You thought herpes was bad. Imagine having your cooch on fire, but like your whole self on fire. <laughs> Good lord, that is um, terrible. And then the other grief that you know how you said corsets. I mean, corsets were terrible. Like, I yes. know now we have lingerie, but at least, like... Corsets are, like... Lingerie are not, like... The corsets are constricting, and yeah. when they were out back in their day, it was a way to fuck women's bodies up internally and externally. Because For your sure. organs literally got squeezed the life out of. Well, and even I there's mean, that famous, like, entertainer, Dita Von Tees. Yeah. She would get her waist to, to 16 time. inches. Yes. Because like, they, they shrink it and shrivel it. It's not the kind of 16 inches I want in my life. <laughs> oh, you want 16 inches. No, that's... I mean, that's like a horse. <laughs> I, I literally just visited a horse stable earlier this week, and that literally is like a horse. Oh. I did get to see a horse penis, and I was like, wow. You should share them on our gram. <laughs> they might get flagged. Yeah. Or does it, does it apply I didn't, to animals? I didn't creepishly take the picture of the oh, horse's well, penis. I just saw it. What good are you? <laughs> so I'm just sharing it as you guys can envision it, okay? They're darn um, big. No, but that's true. Corsets back in the day were very constricting. Women would pass out all the time. Heat stroke was like a huge thing. Um, it would mess, like you said, internally, it would mess with your organs. Um, so very happy that that's 
you know. But the good news is that it didn't kill you, but it's uncomfortable and it's not great for your organs. Also, I feel like the corsets of today is kind of like spanks and those skin things because that's what they're Mm. trying to do is contour the body. I feel like that's the new age corset because it's still trying to mold your body into whatever shape you're trying to make. No, that's very true. something that's constricting. It's just um, not as like... Yep, it's just not as... Um, constricting, but it's still the same. Yes, like squeezing to Sphinx, or again, what's that thing? Skins. That's like the new thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Kim Kardashian's yeah. brand. Yeah, of being Sponsors. like, <laughs> of being like, because even though I'm talking shit, yeah, <laughs> sponsors anyway. Because I mentioned it. Yeah, it's gonna be on people's minds. You could contour your body however you want, but it's not as constricting as old school corsets. So I'm but actually I will saying say that I in do, the positive. I do like the skim slash spanks, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But like, I do like the skim slash. Spanx movement into that because it does mold to like you said what your body is yeah as opposed to back in the day it was like regardless of your shape Mm -hmm. we're just gonna pull on these like strings and just literally push your body into the shape that it might not be so at least now it's more they are tight but it's more custom fit and it basically just squeezes stuff that you want i guess in yeah not in as drastic of a way as before it gives you like the lines that you want in your dress Versus, yeah, like I have yeah. a couple dresses that Where I just, it's, it's not even about looking room. thinner. It's just about, I, yeah, I don't see like those lines yeah. and like the dress just looks better when it's like a smooth. The fabric, yeah. basically. The fabric. It's like they're the body hugging dresses. All in the name of fashion. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so just getting back to the history, just to wrap, wrap that up a little bit. Uh, so 19th century drawers, as you mentioned, were designed so that each leg of the garment was separate and the crotch was either open or sewn closed. So um, open crotch panties. Crotchless, I think is what yes. it's called. Not open crotch. That sounds weird. <laughs> I was like, why does that sound weird coming out of my mouth? Crotchless panties were actually pretty popular when panties started to become a thing. Oh, okay. But it was more for function, where it's like, well, we know that you're going to pull it down, so why take it off at all? Oh, just, like you, you can know, just like... Flow and go. Flow and um, go. Flow and go. Flow and go. Should have been an ad back in the day. Probably was. It's like, set it and forget it. You <laughs> just flow and go. And go. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Or they were sewn closed, but like the legs were separate. And then by the end of oh. World War One, skirts became shorter. Fashion was changing. Uh, so underpants obviously became shorter as well. And then like started to get more of that V shape that they have now. Um, and then by the 1920s and on, like underpants obviously got smaller. And then by about the 70s is when for men and women, underwear became more like colorful and something like other yeah, people might want to look the at. Fun, yeah, the fun. Yeah. The stylish. Disco, drugs, you know, summer and love. And then the crotchless panties became about easy access versus flow and go. Well, it was the sexual like revolution of the 60s. Yeah, so you yeah. can just stick it right in there. Just it's stick it right in there useful. and then get back on the dance floor and disco out, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> It's very, what is that called? Say Time saver, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's efficient. I think it so. really is. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then by, I think, like the 90s, that's kind of when it started to be like the G-string look of like, you know, the, what's oh, it called? The whale. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. Speaking of that, that's, <laughs> yes. yeah, you're welcome, guys. But that's actually coming back around right now. So I heard this on the radio the other day. And I was like, in my head, I was like, hmm, I was like, do we need this? In our lives, because we lived through that. Remember, during like high school times, it was all hot to show your thong out mm-hmm. of your jeans. Which, when you think back on it, I'm like, wow, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's I know. Why? And Terrible. just like it doesn't even look good. But no. it's coming back now, and the like younger crowd is confirming that that's what's happening. Like they're doing it again. Gen so, Z. Guess what? 
we're now in a fashion. This is like the we've fourth lived, thing. We've lived long enough now to have the comeback. But I was like, this is an unnecessary comeback. And then it was funny because I heard this lady be like, oh, well, now, now at least this generation gets to experience it. And I was like, but do they need to? Right. That was my question for that back. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yes, you can have the experience. It's but not like, a matter of needed experience. Yeah. It's, it's a matter of should. Like, yeah. And honestly, come on, that style and that way of it is just not comfy. Nobody ever likes thongs like that. It's I not will say I do like I do like the look of like thick boy shorts. Uh-huh. Um like the thick like for example Calvin Klein does that, right? But they have like the thick band. Well they have like the thick boy shorts and then having like baggy or You like it showing off? Yeah, that's, I think that's hot. I don't. Think I don't hot. like the the whale tail. I just I don't think. I that's... actually don't think either is hot. I think the only panties are hot when you're naked and showing them off. <laughs> well, you're not naked. Not if you're naked. No, I'm, well, get it when you're already like undressing. That's when I think they're hot. Otherwise, okay. I don't think that they're that hot showing off of clothing. And I do like the thongs that are more like not like the g-strings straps mm-hmm. i think whoever invented those like softer ones that just you know because sometimes you don't want your panty lines to show that i understand oh, for seamless. real yeah seamless those are really comfy love seamless that was thongs. a good invention and they're very soft yeah no i love so whoever thongs. made those sponsors i wear them for like oh, sexy purposes but also yeah just like, because it's comfy like yeah, that's whoever the invented that actually seamless is. panties shout out you. to intimacy i love that brand if you ever hear of this Oh. Love you guys. Go ahead and um, send me things. Intimacy. I'm a Calvin Klein person. I love their underwear. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> we're really, we're really asking for things. We really, I know. Like, come on, guys. Let's not be so needy. Um, but yeah, and then another interesting thing. Um, so a couple other things I want to talk about. So panties obviously became fashionable, um, and then it became more about like an expression of your sexuality. And um, really big symbol of femininity. So, like Victoria's Secret, when that first came around, mm-hmm. that was started by a husband and wife. Yeah, and it was like it, a big deal. It was a big, big deal, and it was the first time their their words were saying that they made Victoria's Secret to kind of normalize shopping for lingerie and normalize people enjoying shopping for lingerie mm-hmm. instead of having to go to this like store making sure nobody sees you or like ooh it's all kind of shame so i mean i will say victoria's secret even though now it's gotten a lot of bad press in recent years with like cultural shifts but when the original it, was a really good it was a groundbreaker yeah. i mean it really was um and then after that i'd say like in the 2010s to now body positivity became a much bigger thing yeah and so now we see a shift in, in lingerie and, like, panties into more that panties aren't necessarily something that only a model that you see in, like, a fashion show looks good in. It's more of the feeling of being sexy. Like, mm-hmm. panties don't have to be, oh, pink and frilly and, like, look good on a certain body type. It's, like, regardless of whatever panties you wear, if they make you feel sexy, then that's your type and that's fine. And wear those. And, like, you know pregnant women can feel sexy or like um men who are straight can wear panties and feel Mm -hmm. sexy and it has nothing to do with your sexual preferences Mm -hmm. let me repeat that if you want to wear sexy underwear and lingerie it has nothing to do with your sexual preferences because that is a big thing that people think about like that people say in the media and things like that just be to feel sexy right or you know maybe entertain your partner maybe they like to see you yeah so there's a shake it in a little twirly no there's a big thing about this so i was reading about um and yeah actually so let's that's a good um that's That's a good segue segue. so like yeah so like men and lingerie for example or people that identify as men and wearing lingerie um 
There was a sex therapist in Florida, Barbara Winter, and she said that the urge for straight men to wear lingerie stems from a desire to relieve anxiety by physically holding femininity close. Oh. And there was this um, brand, I think it was called like X-Dress or something, where they were saying when they, fir- they first came out, they were one of the first companies that came out with like men's lingerie and men's panties and like satin men's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that their biggest customers when they first launched were straight married men or men that identified as straight mm-hmm. and they were married. And they would get it with like out their wives knowing, and they and when they asked them like, hey, you know, what is it about our brand that you like so much? They basically said they love being able to get in touch with their feminine side, but in a secretive way. So they can't maybe they can't wear a dress because that's a very like external letting other people know and kind of opening the door for mm-hmm. scrutiny. And so it was a way for them to say like, I can wear it under my work it's clothes. Yeah. Nobody knows that I'm wearing them, but it makes me feel really sexy. And so then it's like, you know, you release all those neurotransmitters of like feeling happy and like serotonin and all that stuff and then also you get the added benefit of just feeling more confident and and it releases stress levels so Mm -hmm. lower that cortisol so it's like all these different benefits um that come from men that want to wear panties um again regardless of sexual preference which i found interesting and then uh there's also a lot of pressure for men to be very masculine and like you know especially america's society like societal portrayal of masculine is like tough dirty scruffy like you know in the factory chopping wood like all that stuff chopping wood they're in the factory yeah in a factory and chopping wood in the factory what a factory well no they're probably in the stable chopping wood got it back to the stable yeah and then in the factory with the grease you know (laughs) (laughs) but um so that's kind of like the stereotypical masculine but this has kind of become popular because it's a secretive way to express your feminine side. But it's still secretive because it'd be very shameful or can be very shameful or made fun it's of. It's very right? shameful. That's like the, what yeah. happens with the stigma. Like, remember, there's like so many TV shows and movies I know that I remember portray when like somebody's wearing his girlfriend's panties or something like that and then they get caught and then it's this whole embarrassing thing. So it's very much so associated with. Oh, Joey. I do. That is what yeah. I was thinking was Joey, but also I feel like some other movie. But yes, I remember that one from Friends. And yeah. it was like a whole thing. <laughs> And but like not it was like an embarrassment thing, right? Exactly. Um, and it, you know, is actually like an interesting shift that I think we're sort of starting to see, but it's very gradual and it's certainly not unscrutinized yet. Right, um, and that's why it's secretive. And again, but that's an interesting psychological reason as to why. Yeah. And probably a lot of it, like also comfort, depending on what kind. Like you know, if a material is satin, yeah, you're still satin feels amazing, really nice. Versus, but then again. I mean, some boxers and briefs. Do you have a place for your nice balls and penis? Well, to go so into they make panties like, now, though. That to like are, put it in. Yeah, they make panties with. So one of the that company that I was talking about, um, X Dress, I think I'm pretty sure that's their name. Uh, they were saying how when they first made it, the reason so many they got so popular so fast is because they were the first ones that made them for men's bodies. Oh, so and had the... they took the women's panties and men before then that wanted to wear women's panties would oftentimes have to secretly go in their like wives drawers yeah. and wear their panties but their biggest complaint was no room for the ball sack. right i was gonna say where's the bu- yeah yeah no and room for no- the bulge and the ass was too big that was their two <laughs> biggest complaints oh because they actually <laughs> usually have flat asses yeah oh. <laughs> i know right they made so they made their panties with a bulge area uh-huh. and then they'd make like the asses more contoured to a man as well well yeah because like men yeah. in general tend to have they have bodies. more of an air about it. It's right. very rare for the bubble butt, but there is. There's some that also oh, yeah, have a bubble, a bubble butt. butt. Oh yeah, yeah so love a good man a with a bubble butt. So they don't uh, pancakes and bubbles. You know, yeah. there's a place for everyone. There's a place for everyone from pancakes to bubbles. 
what a nice descriptor. I know. So I found that to be interesting. And, and I think it's important to note, like, I do like that there's something out there now where you can you can feel sexy without being worried about every, what everyone else is thinking. And I mean, that's the original idea with lingerie and panties and everything in general, like, right? Like the way that most people use them is kind of what you touched on about confidence and for yourself. And that's both for males, females, I think whatever you identify at. A lot of the time it's like, it's not for somebody else. Like let's say wearing a nice like matching set of something. It's for you. Just like well, yeah. even in the bedroom, like you're like, I look cute right now. It's a confidence thing for yourself, not really necessarily for the other person. 100%. And I think that we moved a little bit away from that. Um, so we talked about the Victoria's Secret like lingerie mm-hmm. fashion show. And that was, I mean, if you watched it back in the day, that was always like models with pretty much the same body type mm-hmm. wearing this lingerie and there was always kind of the running joke of like men watched it more than women because so then it kind of made the shift of like well is lingerie now just for your partner or is it actually for you and then rihanna came along and like completely blew him out of the water because it was women of all shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. um and she had that fashion show that showed you like no if you feel sexy that's like the sexiest thing you can do like your confidence is the sexiest trait yeah, that you can possibly like have so why not buy something that fits your body type and i personally love that trend because growing up in the 2000s and like 90s i have always had wider hips and so that kind of like hip hugger generation oh, of really? like mm-hmm. i do yeah mm-hmm. check it out mm-hmm. um <laughs> but i've always had wider hips and so when it was like the hip hugger generation and like the panty lines and like the bikini lines of only being like straight what across we're talking about right now it's coming back get ready to wear them again i know i swear to god no i high-waisted for life bitch like <laughs> i'm not going back <laughs> you're like i'm old now i don't follow the trends yeah i'm just Safe well i'm just gonna them? keep wearing mom jeans and then Forever. every like 10 years i'll be in style so it'll work you're out like oh yeah. now, now i am I'm like wow you're so avant-garde and i'm like nah bitch this is from 30 years ago <laughs> exactly um no but I remember at the time, like, I was developing, you know, I was a teenager, and I would go through a lot of body shame because everything that I bought at the store didn't fit me. Every mm-hmm. single thing. Pants, uh, lingerie, bikinis, like, mm-hmm. you name it. It just did not fit my body type. And mm-hmm. so I'm really glad that now, especially in underwear, but there's more. There's more of just a variety. Like, I looked on Rihanna's website, you know, the Fenty, Savage by Fenty, and it has, like, high cut low cut yeah you know like all these different now types there's everything now we have booty shorts bikinis like we yeah have everything the original the traditional right not just small panties, medium and large AKA like <laughs> the original gangsters the original gangsters yeah <laughs> which are just basic briefs <laughs> pretty much but sure you know they serve their purpose they do mm-hmm. when you're feeling like you know this is it for right now also they now have those um underwear that soak up the time of month Oh, yeah. Like, that's a thing now, too. So it's, like, for real use for that. Yeah, that it's, like, you don't even have to put anything in if you don't want to. What are those made of? Do you know? No, I don't know. But I know that they have... And I always keep saying that I want to try it just out of curiosity, and I still have never ordered it. It's, like, one of those things where you're, like, oh, I'm going to try that, and Mm -hmm. then don't take the three extra steps to ever... (laughs) Right, actually do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I do still think it in my head. I'm, like, oh, I want to try that. I wonder what it... Like, it seems like a good idea. That would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll make it a point to try it at some point in the next year. No promises, though, because, again, it's been in my mind since I saw the first Maybe he planned a year out. Maybe. (laughs) I feel like this day I'm ordering it. (laughs) And then in a year I'll try it. Then maybe I'll try it. Also, (laughs) speaking of fun panties, (laughs) 
you know, the, there's the whole other genre of panties of like play panties, like edible underwear and all that. Have you tried that? It's basically you know, like I haven't. Fruit, I've always it's like wanted a fruit to. Roll up. Don't. Oh. <laughs> or do. It is entertaining. I've tried it. I've tried the little string. Um, How long did it take for the person? Like, did they eat all honestly, of it? Honestly, no. But you just gave up. You basically just. <laughs> Because it literally is like a ginormous fruit roll-up. I didn't even like actually wear it. It was just like it just more gets like sick. The experience. Yeah. No, because it was like it's like literally like a fruit roll-up, and you'd be putting it like a fruit roll-up on. That's like a lot. And then I did try the little ones that had the little candies on them, the little, like, like a little beads. string. But basically, yeah. that's also kind of useless. Like it's just entertaining. But in my opinion, I was like, it's kind of useless because you're not going to use it. Like also, that. isn't there still a string left? Yes, and so also like I'm off. like you could just have it as like a snack in between, basically. That's like a power snack, but like oh. not, but not on, not while it's on you. The power snack. Because also, I'm like that's like sugar. Yeah, it doesn't need to. Maybe go they need like a in protein. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. That's not so that's, good for. Well, yeah, but yeah. I was like, and again, it is. Kind of, it was kind of sticky. So my review is clearly like, <laughs> no, but entertainment totally. It's worth. It's worth the entertainment. Do it for the gram. Just do it. <laughs> Don't for, do it for functional reasons. Yeah, but just do it for like it's cute, it's fun. Yes, but then again, it's just a slight snack you could just leave on the side. A power snack. Of the, of the, of you're at. I want to. That's invent, my review by Aggie. You're welcome. I want to invent like <laughs> like high in fiber panties and then be like, it's the protein power panties. Oh wow, <laughs> protein power! And then you could really have extra energy. Yeah. To get it going. And then like you can have like a fitness oh that's a good influencer. idea. Look at that. Last longer. Last longer. High in fiber. Got to get that fiber intake. You're going to feel great the next day. Probiotics. (laughs) You're not crashing on sugar. It's a great source of vitamin C. Look at that. It could be like multi-use. Maybe it's like oat and flaxseed flavor. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, they could be fun in the bedroom in those types of ways. I think it's like a whole thing that expanded to things like that, that it's like for fun and entertainment. Yes, very true. It could definitely spice up your sex life. And it's also like, I mean, it is... Obviously, you should always wear lingerie, like, for you and to make yourself feel sexy. But I will say there is something to be said for buying that new pair. Yeah. And then wearing it for someone else. It's really fun. Or somebody else getting it for you and then you're, like, modeling it. Oh, I love, love that. doing that, too. It's just cute. Yeah. And then you're me just, like, you're like, yeah. And then you're like, I look cute. And then off they go. Although one time it was so sweet. My, my partner bought me um, panties online. And they were really cute. Like, when I got them out of the bag, I was like, oh, these are really cute. But it was one of those things where he got them, like, in bulk from China, and, like, the sizing <laughs> oh, it was, like, totally was not. very off. I've tried those because I'm yeah, medium. Yeah, yeah, those sizes are, like, they're, like, made for, like, a doll. <laughs> it literally you, like, didn't get, out like, and you're, like, oh. It got, like, above my knees, yeah. barely. No, and I've I was, had, like, oh. I've had that experience before, too, where you yeah. order because you think it's cute, but you don't know where it's coming from. Well, because he got them for like, me, and I was, like, oh. he's, like, oh, go try them on. And then you're, like, And I'm, like, oh, yeah, let me model them for you. And then I'm in the other room, and I can't get them above my knees. finger. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm just modeling it. there you go. Yeah, we're both twirling our fingers like it's happening. Yeah. So way. you know, imagine okay. that. Another thing I wanted to touch on is the fetishism that involves panties. Yeah, I was gonna say that that's part. Sometimes <clears throat> I was actually just thinking that, huh? Same brainwave of the fact oh. that like panties are sometimes part of the sex act, mm-hmm. and sometimes people really love when you keep them on and how they look and like. I mean, I like that. That's I've done that. that. I think I'm. It like, depends on the panties, though. And it depends on. What I'm doing, or what yeah, I want to be doing. yeah, the position, all that stuff. But yeah. sometimes, yeah, I think sometimes it is hot, and then they just basically are wet and a mess, and then you just <laughs> toss them aside, just toss them in the laundry bin, just patoo, <laughs> patoo. 
That's the sound of my panties make. I don't know about yours. <laughs> no, but that is, right? It is yeah. like a, and that's why wearing them is like sexy and crosses over to the sexual side because people like the visual. I think of them being there and then it's like, oh, it's almost like secretive. Like it's like, oh, you're moving them. Mm-hmm. But you can't, like, it's like a no, no and a yes at the same time. A no, no, but a yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. That's the psychology. Very <laughs> prolific here. Very prolific. We are science. <laughs> we, are, we are science. We are science. The other uh, fetish that I want to touch on is the <laughs> sniffing of the panties. Oh, yeah. This is very interesting. Them, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so um, I read this in Psychology Today. So essentially the quick answer as to why sniffing panties, and I'm very curious about this, yeah, so like, is why to why sniffing thing? panties turns some people on is pheromones. Pheromones then, is like... Yeah, you can smell your pheromones right there, right? Pheromones are chemical scents that naturally attract animals to other, to each other for mating purposes. So it's like a way of like oh, communicating future mate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then actually, records from the Middle Ages show that women once used their own vaginal juices as a natural perfume. So they would like take their vaginal juices Ooh. and put it like behind, like you know how you put yeah. perfume behind your ears. So and- you could like yes. Well, so then you that's could a, really put your scent out there because that is that is what attracts somebody to somebody. It is the pheromones. As much as we maybe don't think about it, yeah. it's like who do we like and who are we attracted by? Like why do we get wet around somebody and not around somebody else? It's because we like their pheromones. I mean, I love the confidence, but that's not a choice I would make. Well, but that's but it is the pheromones that make you attract. Also interesting that our ways. culture, like you think about that, how they used to do that back in the day. And now we've moved so far away of, like, you're always trying to mask pheromones, which is so ironic because, like, pheromones are what get you good sex and, like, get yes, you partners. because that's what get you to, gets you the partner that you yeah. actually will match up with. Because if you like each other's pheromones, that's what gets you going. Yeah. And, yeah, now we mask it with birth control and all these other things. So we're never really – we don't know if we're intermingling with our most ideal pheromone match. Well, and actually super potent uh, pheromones that are typically found in, like, fertile women. Mm-hmm. Um, or when women are pregnant, um, it can actually alter the male hypothalamus if it's, like, strong enough, oh. which can alter how they discriminate of, like, attractiveness. Like, their normal attractiveness and how you discriminate of what you think is attractive uh-huh. and unattractive. If you alter the male hypothalamus through the use of hormones or through pheromones, then you can actually alter how they discriminate between attractive and not attractive. Oh. So it can actually literally shift like how, their perception, their perception temporarily. Of attractiveness is yeah, I found that to be interesting. And it can also trigger an instant testosterone boost of up to 150%. Now that's what I call power. <laughs> right? Mm-mm. That's that panty power See, right there. Those ladies did have a... They know what they were doing. That's they did. Power. power. They did. That's you're true power. You're going to be on your knees. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm sex positive, but I'm not quite at that point. Right. But, well, yeah. Just wait a few years. <laughs> Still got a few years. Still got a few fertile years in me to, you know, so get on that power. train. Harness use that power. Harness that power and just be walking around altering people's hypothalami. <laughs> I don't know if that's plural hypothalamus, but. Science. We are science. science. We are science. In conclusion. That's a good conclusion. We are science. So yeah. takeaways from this episode is we are science. We are science. That's one. And. and- Panty power. Yeah, and you play and use your panties any way that you want. Hmm. There's sometimes a little bit of darkness to them, but now I think that they're very useful, you know? Lingerie is for everyone. Feeling yeah. sexy is for everyone. And pick the ones you like. Don't let the outside world dictate it. Yeah, if because like the outside world panties. is likely not going to see them. Right. Because you're going to get arrested if you walk around in your panties outside. So use the ones you like. <laughs> yeah. Use them with your partner. Use them by yourself. Use them everywhere. Yeah. Or Tell go someone. commando. That's also an option. Like I said, that's part yeah. of, I think, Panty World, too, is the option of not wearing them at all. Very true. Sometimes it's nice to feel breezy. 
Easy, breezy, beautiful commando. Yes. Correct. <laughs> so that's our segment on panties. Panties. Uh, so tell us what you think. Tell us if you wear panties, if you don't, what kind you like, all those kinds of things. If you've tried the edible highly panties. recommended edible panties, so as Aggie just talks so highly of them. They're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing. Um, so let us know on Twitter or Instagram or handle on either of those are Sex Queens Pod, S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S-P-O-D. You can also always take the little more old-fashioned route of emailing us at sexqueenspod at gmail.com. And as always, we don't know why you came, but we're glad you did. See you next time, queens. Bye.